Welcome to Legacy Church. Thank you for joining us in our journey to see our potential in Christ become a legacy in our community. We hope that you are encouraged by this word from Pastor Chad Owens and pray that you will walk away with something incredible from your time here with us. So this morning, I know that we've been on a current series talking about protecting this house, but I really felt this week that I was going to go in a different direction, and I really feel like just over the last couple of days and what's been going on and some families and some things, I really feel like this is the direction that we're, that we're supposed to go in this morning. If you have your Bibles, I want you to turn to Philippians chapter 2, verses 6 through 11. But before we get there, I just want to share a few things with you this morning. I wrote this down this this week, and it says this one of the greatest opportunities that you and I have been given is God reaching down through His Son Jesus and placing His hand on our life and giving us the privilege to be used in His kingdom. God reaching down from heaven through His Son Jesus has been given you and I the privilege to, to speak into people's lives, to, the privilege to, to be used in His kingdom. And there's, to me, there's no greater time in history than being a Christian. In today's age and time. Because there are people who are confused. There are a lot of people who are hurting. And and what I wrote down was this. God is wanting to use you and I to show them what Jesus looks like, but also who Jesus is. He's wanting to use you and I through our circumstances, through our situations, through our friendships, through our, you know, uh, um, you know, through our co-working, you know, uh, abilities and working with people. God is wanting to use you and I to touch those people and to help them through difficult times. And I'm telling you, as I said just a moment, God, we have some people that are going through some difficult times right now. And what I feel like God's saying to us, it's, it's let's just show them a little bit of Jesus. Let's just show them who Jesus is and what Jesus does. And to help them through the situations that's going on in our life. You know, our lives are to model the attitudes and lifestyles of Jesus. And what I thought about, there's a, a lot of times in our life that's, that, that's, that's hard for us to do, is to model that lifestyle, to try to be that Jesus in front of those people. But here's what I wrote down, is this. If Jesus believes in you, then you got to begin to believe in yourself. Jesus believes in us. He has put his hand upon our life. He is using us in every situation in, in our life to be what? To, to be a little bit of Jesus into someone's life, to show them who Jesus is. I read this story yesterday, and I want to share it with you this morning. It says this, a little boy who was going to sleep, um, was going to sleep for the night was afraid of the dark. So he crept into his mom's room, and he whispered, Mama, I'm afraid. She said, don't worry, son. Jesus, Jesus is with you. And he thought about it for a moment, and then he said, I know, Mama, I know that he's with me, but I want someone with skin on. I know Jesus is with me, but I want somebody with skin on. I want somebody to be in the room with me. I want somebody to come into the room with me. Even though I know Jesus is there, Mama, I need somebody with, that's got some skin on. How many times have we felt like that in the midst of trial where we know that, where we know that Jesus is there? We know and understand that through our trials and tribulations that Jesus is there. We know and understand that. But how many of you know it's, it's, it's good to know that in the midst of that trial, it's good to have somebody there with you as you're going through it. To have somebody that's in skin form, that's, that's with you, to pray with you, to help you as you go through those things in our life. 
Someone who is willing to walk alongside of you too. Someone who's willing to help you in that pain and to comfort you and to counsel you as you're going through that situation. We just need somebody with some skin on. We need Jesus with skin on. So I've titled my message today simply that, Jesus with skin on. Because every single one of us, God has given us the opportunity. As I said earlier, He's reached down from heaven and He's placed His hand on our life. And he's calling each and every one of us to be Jesus to those people who don't know who Jesus is. And what they need to know and understand and see in in our life is that, that we're not trying to be God, but we're trying to be a representation of God. We're trying to show them love. We're trying to show them comfort. We're trying to console them as they go through their difficult trials in their life. We need to be Jesus with skin on. Amen? And that's a lot of time, that's, that's hard to do sometimes in our life. But God believes in you. So you got to begin to believe in yourself that, that He's saving the best for last. That especially in our day and age that we're living in today. Philippians chapter 2 says this, starting with verse 6. It says, Though he was, in, uh, he was in the form of God, but did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped. But he emptied himself by taking a form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men. And being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even the death on the cross. Therefore God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name. So that in that name of Jesus, every knee shall bow, and in heaven and on earth and under earth, and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. You see, I love this scripture because Paul is giving the church of Philippi an example of who Jesus is. He's talking about what Jesus did and who Jesus is in his life. He's telling them in this passage simply this, Jesus is the example for you to follow. Jesus is the one that you need to model your life around. Jesus is the one that you need to follow. Jesus is the one that you need to allow to come into your life to direct you and to follow you. Because you got to understand something. Paul had an incredible following of people in his life. People followed Paul. People were always around Paul in his life. And Paul was saying to these people, Listen guys, understand that you're not following me, but you're following the Jesus that lives in me. You see, we want people not to follow us, but we want people to follow the Jesus that lives in us. The God that is, that is living in our life. That's what we want people to do, is to follow that God. And for God is saying to each and every one of us, is that you are the representation of who God is. You are not God. You will never be God. But I placed my hand upon you so that you will be the very representation of who God is in the flesh. He's calling each and every one of us to be Jesus with skin on. In other words, God has given you the opportunity to be Jesus in the flesh. God is taking me. God has placed his hand on my life, and he's guiding me on the path that he has called me to walk. So he's asking me, Chad, I need you to be Jesus with skin on. I need you to be there for people to to counsel them. I need you to be there to pray for people. I need you to be there to comfort people as they go through those difficult times. Why? Because that's what Jesus did. When people were going through difficult times in their life, Jesus was the representation of God in flesh, and he was ministering to people and he loving people everywhere he went. He was Jesus. He was God with skin on. 
So Paul was trying to get these people to understand, guys, you're not following me. You're not following this church, but you're following who Jesus is and what God is doing in this church. Paul has given us a great example of who Jesus is and what Jesus did. You see, when we allow God to use us, when we allow God to use us, and when we become his hands and his feet, we are allowing ourselves to be like Jesus. When you allow God to use you in your life, when you allow God to use you at your workplace, you are being the hands and feet of Jesus. And you are representing who Jesus is. And because God is wanting to use you, why? It's almost like we, but it's not like we are becoming Jesus, but we are representation of Jesus in that moment. When Jesus, listen, you see, when Jesus sent out his 12 disciples to plant churches, to minister to people, they became like Jesus in the flesh, walking among the people. They were planting churches. They were, they were praying over people. They were, they were praying over people to get healed. They were the representation of who Jesus was. Now, why? Because Jesus is now gone. He's gone. He's sitting at the right hand of his Father, sitting there today watching over us. And you and I are the representation of who Jesus Christ is here on this earth. Jesus is not physically here, but he's here in spirit living inside of this life. And God has placed his hand on every single one of you in this room today, asking you to simply be Jesus with skin on. To, not, to, not to try to figure out the situation, but to be with that person as they go through the situation. You see, there's a lot of times where people really don't need to hear you say anything. They just need your presence in the room. That's all they need. If we never say anything, if it's just being in the room with these people, if it makes them feel better, then, then they can see the representation of who Jesus Christ is. That we, live, who live busy lives, are willing to, to, to go and sit or to go and pray. We are being the hands and feet of Jesus. And that's what God is calling us to be in every situation in our life. He's calling us to be Jesus with skin on. So there's a couple of things I want to share with you this morning about this scripture. Number one, Jesus with skin on means this, that we are willing to give up our place. That means that we are willing to give up, give up our place. Look at verses 6 and 7. It says, though he was a form of God, he did not count equality with God as a thing to be grasped. But he emptied himself by taking a form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men. If you and I are going to reach people, then we need to put God in his proper place. You remember when you were uh, during Thanksgiving at your, I don't know how it worked at your house, but when I was growing up, we had the adult table and the kids table, right? And you couldn't wait until you were able to sit, go and sit at the adult table. And what I thought about is this, we need to make sure that we're placing God at the head of the table. He needs to be in the proper place. He needs to be at the head of our house. He needs to be the head of our life. So that, why? So that we can be who God has called us to be. Because if, if we don't have God placed in the right position in our life, then we are going to try to handle things on our own. And we're going to try to figure out things on our own. And there's no possible way that we can. Why? Because, because God is not in the right place. When God is in the right place, he's going to lead you. When he's in the right place, he's going to guide you. He's going to tell you. He's going to show you these things in your life. So if we're going to make sure that we reach people, then God needs to be in his right place. He needs to be the head of the table. You see, when God is the head of our lives, we allow him to lead us. And we are more apt to become more like Jesus. Why? Because we are being led by God. 
When, when he's leading us, when he's at the head of our house, when he's at the head of our life, we're, we're able to be more like Jesus. Why? Because he's in the proper place. And we're gaining from him. Why? Because he's in the proper place. you got to understand who God is. God did not exist when he came to the manger. God has always been here. Even before the world began, God was always here. But when Jesus came to this earth, he came in the form of God. God came to earth to put on flesh to walk among the people. That's what that is. That's who God's called us to be. That God has always existed. God's always been there. But when he called Jesus to come to this earth, Jesus is a representation representation of God in the flesh. So God is walking. God is moving. God is touching people's lives. God is healing uh, people's lives. Why? Because God is leading him. Why? Because God is in the right place where he needs to be in Jesus' life. He's the representation of God. Jesus said in the scriptures that, uh, that when you see me, you've seen the Father. He was telling his disciples, listen, guys, when you see me, you're looking at God. You're looking at my Father when you see me. So, so our, our life is to, is to be this, not perfect, but when people see us, they need to see Jesus. They need to see and understand that we've been with Jesus in our life. Doesn't mean that we're perfect. Doesn't mean that we're not going to mess up. Doesn't mean that we're not going to fail. But what they need to see is Jesus, a representation of who Jesus is in our life. You see, when you look at that word the form, in, in, in the form of God, we think of the shape of something. But in the ancient Greek word, what that word really means, the word form really means an outward expression of what is on the inside. So Jesus was basically taking what was on the inside and letting it go outward. He was taking the love of God that was on the inside of him, and it was becoming an outward expression to the people that he was ministering to. That's what form means. It doesn't mean a shape, but it means the, what, what is on the inside needs to come out. The love of God needs to flow out of your life. That's what that means. And so what Jesus was, was he was taking who God was and he was allowing it to flow through him to those people that he come in contact with. God is calling you to be Jesus with skin on. He's calling us to be an outward expression of who Jesus is in our life. Jesus, who is Jesus to you? Let that, whoever he is to you, let that come out of your life. Let whatever's on the inside come out to minister to those people that are around you. When we become more and more like God, our inward self begins to be more like Jesus, and that outward expression just flows out of us. Jesus would scan on. Colossians chapter 1, verses 15 and through 17 says this. It says, Christ is the visible image of the invisible God. He existed before anyone was crea- or anything was created and is supreme over all creation. For through him, God created everything in the heavenly realms and on earth. He made the things that we can see and the things that we cannot see, such as thrones and kingdoms and rulers and authorities of the unseen world. Everything was created through him and for him. He existed before anything else did and holds all of creation together. Jesus is the the visible representation of the invisible God that we can't see. And that's what God is calling this church and other churches in our community and around the world, to be the visible representation of the invisible God that we cannot see. Jesus with skin on. That's what he's calling you and I to live our life. John chapter 10, verses 30 says this, The Father and I are one. 
The scripture tells us there in 6 and 7, it, it says that, that Jesus reached down very far to, to stoop down to save us. He, he left all of heaven, all of authority, all of those things, He left that behind to, to stoop down to save you and I. He was willing to give up His place in heaven for a short time to become to this earth to serve man and to serve you and I. Jesus wasn't trying to achieve equality with God. He already had it, but He chose not to cling to it. He chose not to cling to it. He chose to say, you know what, God? I'm going to this earth, and I'm going to serve people. I'm going to love people. I know that, you, that I'm equal to you, but I'm going to serve people. I'm going to love people in our life. And that's what God's calling you and I to do in our life, is to serve and to love people. Remember, I mentioned earlier that Paul had a following, but he was letting them know that, he, that it wasn't him himself, but it was God living through him. 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 1 says this. Paul says this. Follow my example as I follow the example of what? Christ. So when people are following us or as we're leading people, we're being led by Christ and by God. Jesus with skin on. The visual representation of who Jesus is. Why? Because in this life, we work so hard to get to a certain place. We work so hard to get to a certain status. And what I love about this story and what Paul is saying here is that Jesus had that status. He had everything that he needed in his life, but he gave it up to do what? To come to serve you and I. Jesus didn't need the title. He already had the title. He just, he just wanted to come and to serve people. He did it all, why? Through love, because he wanted to love people. He did this. He wasn't made to do it, but he chose to do it, just like you and I. God's not making you do it. The church is not making you do it. You choose whether or not this is how you're going to live. You choose whether or not this is who you're going to be. You have the right to choose whether or not you're going to be the visible representation of Jesus. If you don't want to, that's fine. That's, that's strictly between you and the Lord. But if you choose to live that way, then guess what? God's going to lead you and He's going to allow you to be that visible representation of who He is. He's going to allow you to pray for people. He's going to allow you to go visit people. He's going to give you that opportunity, but you and I have to be willing to choose when that opportunity's been given to us, just like Jesus did. We're not working for a title. We're not working for any. We're just working to be Jesus with skin on. It doesn't matter what kind of title we have in front of our name. It doesn't matter. It just it matters if we're being Jesus in front of those people who are hurting. He gives us the choice in our life. Number two, Jesus with skin on means that we're willing to be obedient. Look at verse 8. Being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on the cross. You see, Jesus was obedient to his Father. He humbled himself, what? To serve people. Jesus washed people's feet. He touched people with leprosy. He spoke to the outcasts. He ministered to the sick. He did all of these things. Why? Because that's what his Father had called him to do. That's what his Father had sent him to do. So he was being obedient every time that he did what he did. He was being obedient to the Father. And Jesus continued on and on serving and living and, and helping people, humbling himself to meet people and to stoop down to meet people who other people maybe have cast aside. You see, I thought about this. To some people, when, when what Jesus went through on the cross, some people may think that, that he was taken advantage of. That, people may, that, that day that people took advantage of who Jesus was and by all the things that they did to him, but really, they didn't really take advantage of him. That was just part of the plan. 
That was part of the plan. And sometimes in our life, you know, we think that, that the, you know, this person took advantage of us or this happened in our life. But sometimes it just may have been part of God's plan for that to happen. Just like it happened in Jesus' life. It was part of God's plan for him to come and to die on a cross. Because of his obedience, listen, because of his obedience, a sacrifice, a sacrifice was made which gave us, me and you, access into his presence. He was obedient to his father, which led, which led him to sacrifice his life, which led me to have access into his presence. You see, when you're obedient to God, when you sacrifice the things that God has given you in your life, and you sacrifice your time, and you do the things that God's called you to do, what that, what that is saying is, is that you're being obedient to the Father, and He's going to give you access to whatever you need in your life. He's going to allow you to help other people, but in the, on, the, on the other side of that, He's also helping you. He's helping you through your ordeals and through your situations in your life. Because of through Jesus' obedience, a sacrifice was made which gave me access into his presence. You see, the human nature craves that position. We crave to be on top. We crave to be the best. And sometimes we will go to certain lengths to gather that position or to be on top. But what I love about Jesus is he wasn't worried about that. He just wanted to be a servant. He just wanted to love people in their life and where they were. You see, Jesus came to serve people. He wanted to serve others so that we would model our life after him. Luke chapter 2, verses 27 says this. It says, would you rather be the one who eats the dinner or the one who serves the dinner? You would rather eat and be served, right? But I have taken my place among you as the one who serves. Jesus didn't want to, he didn't want to sit down and eat the dinner. He wanted to serve the dinner. He wanted to be that visible, visible representation of God in every situation that God gave him to be. And he did. Luke, uh, Matthew chapter 20, verses 28. For even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve others and to give his life as a ransom for many. He became a servant to the point of death on the cross. Hebrews chapter 5, verses 8 says this. It says, even though Jesus was God's Son, he learned obedience Listen, he learned obedience from the things that he suffered. That in his suffering, he learned who God was. He learned that God would be with him. He learned that his father would help him through those situations as it was in the garden as he was praying. Father, you know, if there's any other way, let it be. But God, if not, then I'm willing to continue on. I'm willing to be obedient in that. And, and through that obedience, Jesus found out who his God was. Just like you and I. Through our obedience, through our sacrifice, through our giving, through the things that God's called us to, to do, and even through our suffering, guess what? You find out who God is. You find out who the real, true God is in your life. You understand who He is. Why? Because He's right there with you. He's right there with you as you walk through that difficult time. Being Jesus with skin on simply means that you're willing to serve others. It doesn't mean that your name needs to be first. It just means that you're willing to serve other people. You see, when they nailed Jesus to the cross, they put this nameplate on the cross and it said this, the King of the Jews. Jesus knew who he was. He didn't need that nameplate above, above his name to tell him who he was. He knew who he was. But you see, in that moment, even knowing who he was, he still followed through with what it 
what would happen in his life. He didn't need that title. He just followed through and was obedient to what God did through his life, and he helped other people, and other people realized who he was. You see, when God sits enthroned in the heaven, there's no one that God obeys. God is God. He doesn't obey anybody. He does things that only God can do. But when Jesus came to this earth and he left to come to this heaven to become a man, he became obedient to his father. The moment that his father sent him to the earth, to the earth and Jesus said, yes, father, I'll go, he was obedient to his father. And through that obedience, again, a sacrifice was made that gave me and you access into his presence. You see, when you are obedient to God, God gives you access to things that you need in your life. Why? Because you're following who Jesus was in your life. Matthew chapter 20, verses 16 says this, So those who are now last will be first, and those who are first will be last. 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 6, So humble yourselves under the mighty power of God, and at the right time He will lift you up in honor. So if you're going to be Jesus with skin on, you've got to be willing to be obedient to God. And number three is this, the last point. Jesus with skin on means that you need to understand that you have a purpose. You have a purpose. Verses 9 through 11 says this, Therefore God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every other name, so that at the name of Jesus every knee shall bow, in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. What was Jesus' purpose? To come to serve people, offering his life to the point of death. Jesus knew from the very beginning what he was sent to do. When we live like Jesus and fulfill our God-given purpose, God notices what we are doing and how we are living, and he sets aside things for us in heaven. That one day that you will get to enjoy the very thing that God has placed aside for you. You may not see all of that right now here on this earth, but even while we're here on this earth, when you follow through obedience and you live for God, God gives you things in your life. But there's a greater reward waiting for each and every one of those people who are living a life according to how Jesus lived it. The Bible says that in John chapter 14, verses 1 and 3, it says this, Do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. My Father's house has many rooms. If it were not so, I would have told you that I am going there to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me that you may also be where I am. Jesus has gone away and he's prepared this wonderful place for every person that will live like Jesus. And that we may not see that now. And even though our hearts may be troubled. And even though we may go through difficult times in our life. And, and have trials and tribulations. Listen guys, when we're obedient to the Father. We're able to endure, the, endure those trials. And when we get to heaven, God's, Jesus is going to say, or God's going to say, Look, here's your great reward. Everything that you worked so hard for, everything that you went through in your life, all of those times that you suffered through hardships and difficulties, guys, here's your great reward. It's available to you now. You may not understand it now. You may not see it right now. But God has got a place set aside for every one of us who will live according to how Jesus lived. Through obedience. Man, that excites me. 
That even in my troubles, I may not know and understand and see all the things that are happening, but I know that God has already gone and prepared a place for me. That if I will endure to the very end, I'm going to be able to walk up to the gates one day and God's going to look at me and say, well done, good and faithful servant. Here's your reward. Enter in. It's yours. It's available to you. Why? Because we live like Jesus. We're Jesus with skin on. We're fulfilling our purpose. You may never stand on the stage and preach a message. You may never do any of those things. But God has given you a purpose to be Jesus with skin on to those people who are hurting. I sat last night in the living room of, of Mary Grace's home. And even though I didn't say much, I was just thinking, God, let me just be a visible, a visible representation of who you are. Let me just love these people, God. Let me just hug these people and say, man, if it's all, just say, man, we love you. We're praying for you. If there's anything we can do, let us know. That's what, that's what it's like to be Jesus. Guys, it doesn't take much. It just simply takes a little bit of step, stepping out and, and just simply loving on people. And that's what God's called us to do is to be Jesus with skin on. You see, he, he experienced that separation from God for just a short amount of time on behalf of, of you and I. John chapter 3, verses 16 says, For God so loved the world so much that He gave His one and only Son, so that everyone who believes in Him will not perish but have eternal life. Jesus with skin on uh, means knowing your purpose and giving your life for that purpose. Mark chapter 8, verses 34 says this, Then He called the crowd to Him along with His, his disciples and said, whoever wants, to be, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. First Peter chapter 2, verses 21 says this, To this you were called because Christ suffered for, leave, uh, for you, leaving you in an example that you should also follow in his footsteps. Jesus left us the best example of how we're supposed to live our lives. And that is to take what's on the inside that God's given you and allow it to be an outward expression to those people that are around you. That's what it's like to be Jesus with skin on. So this morning, I want you to bow your heads and I want you to close your eyes just for a moment. And I know that there's many, many different lifestyles, many different things that, that are happening in our lives today and, uh, and around us. But you know of somebody right now in this place that just needs to see that visible, visible representation of who Jesus is. You see, God has not called them to follow you. He's called them, he's called them to follow the example of Jesus living in you. We're not working towards a title. We're not working to have the largest church. We're, we're just working to love people. We're just working to be that visible representation of who God is. Taking what the very thing that God's placed on the inside of you and letting it become an outward expression to those people that are around you. Because as that little boy says, I know that Jesus is with me, Mama. But I just need something with skin on I just need you to come and lay down with me, Mom, because it, just, it, it would just make me feel better. God, so many times you've just called us to, to, to be that to, it, to other people's lives. And every one of us, God, in this room, through trials and tribulations, God, we have faced those moments of whether or not you're there, whether or not you're real. God, why would you do this? God, why would you allow that? We've all faced those moments in our life. But God, what, what matters is this, is that, Father, that no matter what happens in our life, that we, will not live, that we will not lose our faith and our trust in who you are. 
Because no matter what happens around us, no, what, no matter what happens in us and through us and around us, God, you are still God. You are still sitting on the throne. And even today, Jesus is sitting there right now beside his heavenly Father, interceding for you. He's, listen, he's praying for the Porter family today. For Mary Grace and for and for Beth and that he's praying for them today. He is praying for Evelyn today. He's praying for those other situations that we mentioned early. He's praying for Nika. He's praying for Randy. He's praying for those people as they're going through a difficult time, as he's praying for you. But sometimes, sometimes we just need to see that person there with us as we're going through that ordeal. And God has given us that opportunity to be that person. The question is, will we choose to be that person? God has reached down from heaven and he's placed his hand on your life. And he's wanting you to be that visible representation of who God is. So, Father, today we love you and we thank you. God, through every, I want you to stand to your feet with me this morning as we, as we just pray for just a moment. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to think of that person right now. Just think of that person. It could be a family member. It could be a coworker or whatever it is. I just want you to, t- here's what I want you to do. I want you just for a moment, I want you to intercede for that person. Just intercede for that person. Just lift their, just lift their needs up to heaven. Not yours, but lift their needs up to heaven if you don't mind. For just a moment, just lift it up to Jesus. Father, today, we lift it up to you. We place it into your hands, Jesus. God, you're my deliverer. God, if it's in a dark moment, God, if it's in a light moment, you're still God. You're still the same God in light, in light or in darkness, God. You deliver us for situations in our life. God, you've given us the opportunity to, to let people know what true freedom is, God. Because we've experienced it in our own life. So this morning, for every person that's lifting up that need right now, God, God, I pray that deliverance would begin to flow and would begin to happen in those situations, whatever it is, God. God, and in those moments, in those moments, God, that you've calling us to be obedient, God, may we just follow through with what you're asking of, of us to simply just to be Jesus with skin on in that moment. Because just the very presence of of who you are, God, changes everything. As the song says, God, that the moment that you walked into the room, God, things happen. Things begin to happen that that didn't happen before. So today, God, we thank you and we give you praise in Jesus' name. Now, here's what I want you to do. You prayed for that person's need. Now I want you to lift your need up to him. If you got a need in your life, a physical need, a, a, a financial need, just right now, you just lift it up to God and say, Father, I just give it to you today. I just give it to you today, Father. I, I need strength, God. I, I, I need, I need uh, um, direction, God. I just need you to, I just need you to show up and, and, and be God in my life. God, we're not going to turn around and look what's in the past, God. But we're going to look forward to follow the direction that you have for us.
As Paul said, you're not following me. You're following the example of Christ in me. And every one of us, God, has given that have been given that opportunity to be Jesus with skin on. That that love, that love, that compassion, that comfort that you offer to those people in your life, that's what defeats the enemy. Jesus defeated the enemy that day through love and, and mercy and compassion, through that sacrifice. He defeated the enemy that day. When the enemy won, he... he Jesus said, no, you didn't win. I have conquered you on this day. And in those moments where the enemy thinks he's winning, when he, when he takes those moments of, and, and, and tries to defeat you, God steps in and says, oh, no, I'm going to turn it around and I'm going to use it for something good. So, Father, we thank you for that today. And we honor you. God, lead us and guide us to simply be Jesus with skin on to those people that we come in contact with. So Father, we love you today. And we thank you. And we give you praise. And all of God's people said, Amen and Amen. Would you give Jesus a big hand clap this morning? Thank you once again for joining us at Legacy Church. Stay tuned in to our website for updates on events and check out other messages under the online listening tab. We'd love to see you. So join us Sundays at 1030 a.m or Wednesdays at 6.30 p.m. Have a blessed day.